Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. August 11th, 2020. We are driving to departures, Southwest Airlines. I'm catching a flight from Honolulu, Oahu to Hilo, Big Island, which is approximately a 40 minute flight. My friend Kennedy, AKA Queenity, just spent the past 11 minutes carving shave designs into my head at a random parking lot near the airport entrance. We are right on time. My summertime crush, Zabella, puts the car in park we all get out, and I hug these two 22-year-old kindred spirits for the last time. I really do love those bitches. Space cord, space cord. We would like to introduce you to Passionate Storytelling Bitch Rachel Villaverde Cancer Sun Cancer Moon Gemini Rising I have one large woven over-the-shoulder bag and a three by one foot piece of art wrapped in brown packaging paper. There's no line for check-in and the airport security is really easy to go through. As you can imagine, the airport is like a ghost town. Everything is closed with very little foot traffic. I stop at the snack shop and get my favorite sweet Maui potato chips. I also get a Kit Kat and a Reese's and tell the lady behind the counter, just keep the receipt. I forget how huge the H&L airport is, and of course, my gate, G8, is the furthest terminal away. At last I arrive about 10 minutes after boarding began. I scan my own ticket, and they signal for me to walk further to another gate that leads to the plane out on the runway. I am just about to show my boarding pass to the attendant, and then I remember, shit. shit. Uh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I, I left my art piece at the snack shop back in the airport. Is it the one near the gate? No, I don't know exactly where it was, but I have to go and get it. You have seven minutes until we close the door. Shit, Shit. Are, you are you kidding, kidding me? me? What the heck? heck? Can you hold this bag while I run and try and get the art and make this flight? I'm sorry, but we can't do that. I start running as fast as I possibly can. Where the hell is the golf cart man? Where's the Segway man? Aren't there people on bicycles in the airport?
have no idea how far the snack shop is. I run two gates. I can't take it anymore. I hide the bag behind some chairs and keep running, but it's really a jog. I know myself, and I know that longevity is the name of the game here. I'm so out of shape. I'm so out of breath. This mask is the worst. I'm calling on my ancestors. I see a mural on the wall. It's of the sun, the shape I tattooed on Kennedy's hand the other morning. It's the meaning of Saria's name. The design that's shaved on my head at this very moment. I'm hopeful. But why is this happening? How could I have left the sign at the snack shop? Why didn't I keep the receipt so I know where the snack shop is and I could have called them and have them hold it and send it on the other plane? What does it mean that I left the copper sign that Saria especially made for this house that I'm about to go and live in? I'm sweating profusely. I don't know if I can do this. I want to give up. Should I just give up? I'm recalling this distinct feeling that you get when your body can't go anymore and yet somehow it pushes through the walls of doubt and you get a second wind propelling you into greater distance than you thought you could have ever gone. 20 years ago I ran a marathon and this mantra is looping in my mind. Pain is weakness leaving the body. Pain is weakness, Pain leaving, is the body. weakness leaving the body. I see an information booth. I stop for a moment. Huffing and puffing, I tell her, Can you call gate G8 and tell them to wait? Tell them I'm coming. I keep running. At last, I see the snack shop. I go in and instantly see the package behind the counter. The lady gives it to me and I begin running back. I have at least a half of a mile to run. Going, going, going. Look at the screen I'm running past. Clock says 12.19. I'm so close to G8. My flight officially departs at 12.25. I don't know if they're gonna hold the flight or not. G6. I grab my over-the-shoulder bag that I have hidden. I don't stop running until I get right up to the attendant at the gate. I made it. 12.22. The attendant looks at me and says, I'm sorry, but we had to close the doors. Completely out of breath and utterly devastated, I see him walk past me and motion to follow him to the information booth and reschedule my flight. I turn around, completely defeated. I take two steps and say, I have to. I fall to my knees, drop everything in my arms and burst into tears. My forehead is pressed firmly against the ground and I am sobbing uncontrollably on the floor. I take several back arching inhales followed by a convulsion of tears as my ribs compress and my cries melt anything that was being held by the deepest parts of my core. This went on for about 88 seconds. And then there were no more tears. I took several deep breaths, stood up, went over to a nearby wall and sat down to collect myself. All of the confusion, craze, happiness, excitement, rejection, love, connection, adventure, heartbreak, madness, unknown, exhaustion, fear, injustice, turmoil, indulgence, 
indulgence, despair, unworthiness, accomplishment, deprivation, compassion, and mercy that I experienced over the past five months. All the emotion over that time was at last released, and I was lighter for it. This is how Hawaii works. This is how Hawaii teaches me. She breaks me wide open. She humbles me. She forces me to surrender all that I am holding and I will comply. With reverence, respect, and gratitude, I will comply. Only in my lightness of being am I granted permission to enter these islands. It takes me another 88 seconds to gather myself and fully accept all that has just taken place. I know that all is unfolding in its perfection. My plans are not mine, and I trust there are greater things at work beyond my understanding. After a few more minutes, the attendant finds me and informs me that I'm on the next flight, which is in another three hours. The airport has Wi-Fi, so I make a few calls and the necessary arrangements as a result of my missing my original flight. My breathing goes back to normal. I stand up, put my bag over my shoulder, grab my art piece, and walk to the $5 massage chair machine that I made a mental note of just before missing my flight. All international and continental U.S. travelers are required to stay home or in their hotel room for 14 days after arrival and monitor their health. Once I land in Hilo, I do have to quarantine, but I've been describing this next chapter of my life as an arranged marriage. At 38 years young, I'm getting hitched, and I have not seen or spent any time with this bitch. Yet, I'm committing to an unforeseen future with this property. That's right. I'm marrying the land. And so begins this season of Space Court. We invite you to join us as we embark on another voyage into the unknown. Exploration, never. Space Court, Space Court.